0: UFC Fight Night Vegas 17 in the books laster UFC event of 2020 a very um stacked event for I guess not for your casual more um, for your um hardcore the event was so packed in fact <laughs> that uncle Dana he couldn't even be on site he he he's on vacation. You know what I mean? He he needs to be like totally removed from the situation, so we can really get down with this this event and thing. You know what I mean? And also, it was on a little bit earlier for us over here in in, in the UK. I am now um, let me kick it off with um, that chaos. Williams taking on Michel Pereira. My expectations was gonna was fireworks from start to finish what we got was a lot more of a um a technical um fight michel utilizing um his uh unorthodox perpetual motion as uh, mr bisbing uh, noted on the broadcast um it was a very close fight i would give chaos the first round potentially but again it was close i'd give him that purely on on volume only Second round again, pretty, pretty similar. A little bit more volume from Chaos. But, uh, Pereira was, you know, he was, he was doing his thing, man. He was doing his thing. I don't think he was letting enough as much as he should. He should have increased his volume. But, got the tape down, I think, which stole that um, second round for him. Chaos was looking very good. Um, Volume-wise, uh, cutting the cage off. You know he's he's doing it, man. He's definitely doing it. The volume, as I say, was there. Um Third round, Pereira came out loose, and he was doing all those little things, <laughs> those acrobatics. And one thing I, I I kind of forgot, his experience level. is like twenty six, the twenty six plus professional fights. Um. You know, I mean, we've seen him in the UFC what four times now. Um, he's 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 crafty, mate. He's crafty, and I think was it Gerald Fitch, well, Fitzgerald, whatever his name is. My the other um, broadcaster was saying he's the, the busiest. um Pereira has been is nine consecutive fights in one year, which is, you know, <laughs> that's old school. That is, you know, the difference was. The distance control and the takedowns, which I think secured the victory for Pereira. He got it done. Two quick takedowns towards the end and finished off in Grand and pound. Um close fight, most definitely. <clears throat> and I was thinking please don't make it go to a draw because you know. Uh, but it could have it could have went that way. Volume-wise, depending on how you're looking at it. People would have scored it for, for Chaos Williams. I think it was. Um, I think he's gonna learn from from this fight. He's gonna go back to the drawing board. Um, he's only he's only pretty new within the UFC, what, third fight or something like that. So we're gonna see a lot more from Mister um, Chaos Williams. But impressed with Michelle um, Pereira' performance. In regards to not gassing himself out, uh, being a lot more strategic um, I think he could have mixed up a little bit more of the acrobatics, but if he ain't you know bringing forth fruit i e causing damage, you know you've really gotta pick your spots, and i think he's um he's definitely improved a lot and very interesting to see who's next on the list in that well division. Let's jump all over the place. Let's jump straight down to the prelims. Showtime. Anthony Pettis taking on Alex Moreno. Interesting to see him on the prelims, but I think it was because it was a, uh, a, you know, a last minute kind of fight. Some. Alex Moreno in the first round looked fucking viciously. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he the back take was ridiculously slick. Um. Clearly won, uh, won that round, uh, maybe even a ten eight or something like that. But you know, Anthony Pettis, who's known as a striker, he's 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 you know his submission defense is pretty good as well. Um, you saw the improvements he's talking about over the uh the the fight week. He was talking about the sports psychologist who's gone through and all that, um, which is helping him to. Visualize and get back to his um, his old ways. Um, we didn't see exactly, you know, that flashy shit and all that, but we're seeing a mature fight in regards to Anthony Pettis, um, and he got it done, man. My... He got it done, and he got it done at 155 as well. I think the last fight he had was was that uh, was it Cerrone, Cerrone or something maybe or. Yeah, because it was... He did the 170 and was getting battered by uh, Wonderboy. And then did that Superman punch off the cage and ended the team. Um, if he didn't do that, he was getting battered for the whole team still. Again, good to see him getting them challenges. He's talking about staying at 155 and making a run for the belt. Um, at 155 with the level of competition that is um, currently in the division... It's going to be tough. He's still going to be a name which is going to be around, but whether whether he's going to make that um, get to that position to get that title shot again, only time will tell. But there's a lot of these youngsters, man, who are coming up. You know, like um, Alex Moreno. He came up studying. Mr. Pettis and his style and trying to emulate certain things and all that so we're seeing a, a rise of these up-and-comers these these youngsters Who ain't taking no shit money don't give a fuck about your records or your status They're here to fight man and win Rob Font took on Marlon Marias, who has a, um, a very good record a very good record former, as it world series of fighting champion and all that shit. Fought against um Sahuto, fucked him up in the first round. Looked very good. Looked like he was gonna get a new champion and shit. Um. Didn't go his way obviously. For who did he fight? for um, Jose Jose Aldo, the King of Rio many people say he lost that was competitive most definitely but he got the victory on that Rob Font is coming up man as like some kind of silent assassin He's he, he's been improving constantly um coming into this fight for me it was a pick'em because I knew how hungry uh Rob was very skilled boxer heavy hands um Marlon Morris, heavy hands as well it's, it's, more the the, the the kicks, that switch kick that he's got. Uh, very well-rounded fighter. I kind of, as I said, it was a pick but I kind of gave the edge to uh, to Mariah's but Mr. Font. <laughs> I was definitely not sleeping on him. And he got it fucking done, man. Uh, <laughs> DC and all them were saying he was out. You know, they could have stopped that shit um, sooner. Mr. Mark Goddard, or Goddard, as they pronounce it over there, um, apparently could have came in a little bit earlier. No, you can kind of agree. You can kind of agree with that, yeah. Um, yeah, what's next for Marlon? We've we, we, we definitely got... We, and the mad thing about it is Marlon has beaten the number one contender in Aljurane Sterling, Aljo, the Funkmaster. Um, that fucking head kick um he 's beaten a lot of top guys, but it's a new day it's a new day, my new generation um, these, these little youngsters, my these boys who don't necessarily have the big names and stuff they 're steadily perfecting their craft and putting in that work my uh, excellent victory. who got next? Greg Hardy was looking good as well, man. (laughs) Greg Hardy took on Marcin Tabura. Um, Marcin's got hella experience. Hella experience over um, Greg Hardy. Um, But Greg Hardy looked very good in that first round. He looked very good. It's a stand-up game. He had him. He definitely had him. Um, Caught him with some... Was it the second round, wasn't it? He, he, He hit him with like... Some hard, like, five or six hard fucking jabs, man. Um, I thought Greg was going to take it away. Um, but you know what I'm thinking? <clears throat> and I don't think this was actually uh, mentioned on the broadcast. Marching took him down. Before he took him down, He, you know, uh, Greg looked a little winded of sorts. But as soon as he took him down for that finishing... Um, Sequence. I think it's something to do with his um, his respiratory because he's supposed to suffer from asthma or something like that. Because as soon as he he, he got him down, you could see his mouth open and stuff. And then Marching just went all over with the ground and pan, and he just turtled up. I don't think he had anything left to um, to give. Marching did. Um, he did follow the game plan. He did say, "It's take down. That's what I'm looking to do. I'm looking to take this down, this dude down. I don't want to wrestle with him and all. Well, strike with him as much. Even though a lot of it was contested on the feet, but that's what the Kryptonite was. Get him down. And he looked. He he's looked better off his back and on the ground before. Um, with the fight he had with Volkov, uh, I think he showed a lot. A better show well yeah a lot better showing in in, in respect to the grappling element of it in this fight he and um, mr. Bisbing he called it straight of sorts he called it straight in regards to what actually happened but I think he's definitely working on his ground Uh, Greg Hardy's the ain't no fool he's working on everything Uh, it's mixed martial arts and stuff Um, I think he was compromised based upon his, um, his his uh, respiratory issues, but not taking anything away from Marching. He did the thing, man. He got bossed up, um, little polish shoe, and did the thing, man. Got the victory. Steadily climbing. DC's in Darion Win took on um, Antonio or, or whatever the f- his name was. Uh, very every time I see this dude fighting, um, he's, just, he's he's just, he's tiny. he's is, he is little and thick. It, it it almost looks like he's at a disadvantage every time he's, he's in the uh, in the cage. Um, he's 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 skilled. He's most definitely skilled. Very boring fight, as most people were uh, commenting on. Um, yeah, I think he was fighting for his uh his position within the UFC. Um. What but what can you say? What can you say? I mean, he's talented. I don't really think he should be in the UFC. He should be fighting in maybe one championship, uh, where the guys are a little t- smaller of of statue, because um, he's not doing enough to to really dominate the fighters. I mean, he's got a, he's very much got a DC style of sorts, but he's not. He doesn't really put it all together. Um, how DC does. Um, Clearly, there's only one DC. Uh, It's a tough one. Uh, Personally, I I don't think he should be in the UFC. Uh, But, you know, congratulations, he got the win. Talia Santos got the victory over uh, Gillian Robinson. And we cannot forget that prelim Cody Durden versus Jimmy Flick. Cody was fucking him up first round. Jimmy did some crazy flipping head kick. (laughs) Cody caught it. And he jumped into a flying triangle. Or she wrote. Trustfully, that's not going to be how his career is going to look like moving forward. But Flick is slick with them submissions. The King of Rio. Jose Aldo took on Marlon Vera. Co-main event. Former two-time UFC champion, you know, champion for about over ten years and shit. We already know what what uh, Jose what Aldo's been doing. Marlon's been steadily on the come up. Yeah, you know very close fight. Loads of volume from Marlon, especially with them leg kicks. He was killing it. Um, when Jose did throw the leg kicks. You could see the difference. You could see the difference in the power and the precision. As I say, it was a it was a very close one, very close one. First round, i will give to to Marlon. Uh, second round, the game was very close, but I'd say a Jose would have would have sort of edged that one out. Third round, total shot out. In a, in essence, when he um, he went for the takedown, coach between the um, between rounds said, "Yo, can you take him down?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah no problem." And that was it, man. Body triangle, charged. Marlon charged in. Aldo caught it. Full body lock. Transition to a, you know, got his back. Tried to shake him off. Body triangle, and he just ha- controlled the, pretty much the the whole of that that, that third round to get the victory. Um, yeah, tough tough one for Marlon. He hasn't done anything bad in regards to his stock. Um, I'm glad to see, uh, you know, the old schooler, old generation Coming through, still showing skills New weight division as well, don't forget that there um, Jose should have had those losses on his record, man I mean, obviously, the the PTM one, he gassed out towards the end Um, But he beat, he beat Marlon, Marlon Moraes. Interesting times, man, interesting times I don't think he's got enough in the tank to... Uh, to regain that it will be competitive it will be competitive Um, he still needs to employ more leg kicks i don't know why why he's moved away from uh i think it's because of the scooter he had a motorbike or scooter accident a couple years back or whatever um but those leg kicks man he needs to come back with those leg kicks that would make his fights a lot more decisive and i think he would get finishes Jeff Hands of Steel Neil took on Steven Wonderboy's Thompson for the main event. And Mr. Uh, Thompson looked very, very good. Um, I'm wondering if the accidental clash of heads would have made Neil's performance any better. Um, but just judging of how Wonderboy was moving the distance. The angles were crazy, man. Crazy. Personal best in regards to significant strikes. Uh, Jeff has got a lot of heart. Showed it. Trust he learnt a lot from this uh, big, massive jump up in um, competition. Slightly puzzling thing for me was the uh, end of the fourth round. not too sure exactly what happened, What what strike took place, but... Stephen was clearly compromised um his right leg right knee or whatever it was there was a big bump on there now the coaching or Neil himself didn't realize what was you know that he was compromised and didn't really I mean he was pushing forward that fifth round was it was his best round definitely his best round but I'm surprised he didn't capitalize on that Trying to apply some more pressure and you know leg kicks etc. But what can we say? Excellent performance from Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Very two very nice uh, gentlemen. No trash talk. um, They just there to fight, and you can see why not many motherfuckers (laughs) be uh, readily available trying to sign up to fight uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson because he's a, a very tricky character to um or puzzle i should say to work out very tricky um his defeats have been close i mean the the, the pettis one was very definitive even though uh wonder boy was fucking tagging him up for the whole of that damn fight um the woodley ones were very competitive not mm, not the most exciting I guess um, but Steven is, 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 is top tier it would be interesting to actually see him and Kamaru fight um, I'm not too sure where he is in, in the rankings but um, you know, maybe another win or so obviously after Leon gets his, his um, crack at it at the belt I would, I would like to see Thompson versus the, the Nigerian Nightmare very different styles uh, grappler obviously versus a striker um, I want to see how that, that that plays out we definitely haven't seen the last from um, Neil mr. Neil Jeff Neil hands of steel um, growth and development that's what it's about and he'll be back uh, trustfully in a winning capacity uh, for 2021 good card to finish off UFC's um, Run in regards to providing uh, combat sports entertainment for this year. I think the only other two things we've got left is uh, a rising event on when um, we New Year's, and I think we got a, a one championship on the 26th, is it? Maybe. Um, but yeah, all in all, very good card. Um trustfully everybody was entertained and everyone is safe and well enjoying the latter part of 2020 let's see what 2021 has uh fight wise